I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello, hello, hello. It's another year and it's another best of. Alice, James, we just couldn't stop doing these. People are so into them. Yeah, they seem to be going down really well. Demand is high. We've had a lot of requests for different themes. So we thought, let's give the perverts what they want. It feels like they've been really popular, mainly because it's the only option we've given people. We've given them the option of listening to best ofs. If we'd given them worst ofs, I think they would have flown. (laughs) Well, we kind of are doing a worst of today because we're doing accents. Yeah, the voices. People love them. It's interesting because you forget that when we started, I didn't do accents at all. And I actually made a point of saying I can't do them. The heyday, actually. And they kind of crept in. Ever so slightly. Crept like being whacked over the head with a baseball bat. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say, at what point they were in there, though? <laughs> no, but like, it's funny when you look back at season one, there are no accents at all. It's just, everyone's just got my voice. Yeah, you get more and more extra as it goes along. Yeah, right. like Jamie's portrayal of himself as like, somebody who just really came out of their shell, when actually, <laughs> some of these voices, you were raring to go. And like, you know, we always make fun, like, some are better than others, but you can't question the range. Oh, boy. The range of this man. I get a lot of tweets now because I do a show where I have to do voices. Yes. And I get a lot of, well, well, well. (laughs) Certainly the chickens have come home to roost, haven't they? (laughs) I'm often tagged in those and I'm like, thank you. (laughs) And mine's not supposed to be comical. So I'm actually trying to do straight voices. Yeah, yours are supposed to be good, aren't they? Yeah. Um, And yeah, you get a lot of praise and a lot of kind of props for the grief James and I gave you. I mean, this episode is going to be like a Pixar film. There's going to be just so many voices. You're going to be like, wow, God, get him his own show. Yeah, this is essentially a CV for Jamie, isn't it? <laughs> did, did you know you had this inside you, so to speak? Did you surprise yourself? Well, as a man of the theatre, James, obviously you are taught voice work from a very young age. Um, no, not at all. I, we, I think that's why it was kind of strange, because I was quite hesitant to, to read at all. And then kind of as I grew in confidence, and I guess as the show got more listeners, I felt emboldened to really bring the, well, that too, yeah. but to really bring the the books alive because I, th- I think you know you could read these books in a quite a boring way or you can really infuse them with personality and, and give everyone their own little vibe because we've known him for what coming up for 20 years coming up for 20 years and before this never knew all these voices were within him no really. I mean I obviously knew he was a show off that's a given you're going home with that but like I never knew that he wanted to do this sort of one woman show thing one man show thing I what's also kind of amazing about it is that he's claiming that this comes from like a kind of classical training background what? were you only there for the projection 
lesson and then like the rest <laughs> like the kind of character development bit well i was told once i mean i don't know if i've ever told the story on the show but one of the um great lessons val harris gave me when i was a very small uh, actor uh, young actor was uh, i was i was doing a scene from the life and death of almost everybody the play i'm sure you know it well and Is that uh, one of yours the, one of your no favorites? no um, and the opening line was dust dust and then it went on from there and so i said dust dust and she said i'm going to have to stop you jamie in the theater we never enunciate the same word the same way. Oh. So she was like, you'd go, dust. Dust! <laughs> okay. It's such stupid advice. <laughs> and you know what? It's, it's honestly stayed with me all these years. Um, and so I think so it doesn't really... matter how you say it the second time, as long as it's, it's different. different. Dust. Dust! <laughs> dust! <laughs> dust you know it works either way it actually does work every it time it does right um so i learned that from val and from that point on i've really kind of honed my voice work um and i think this shows a real kind of culmination of that wow oh val oh, oh val, val. <laughs> how do you find the heart of a character like how would you find james's voice yeah could you do me no you two are quite hard obviously i've edited you both for so many years you're always in my head and you've got quite difficult voices to recreate, actually. James, obviously you've got your trademark things like... Um, necklace. A necklace, and we're going around the houses. <laughs> uh, but apart from that, you're quite hard. My laugh. Ow. Could you do my laugh? <laughs> no. Oh, come on. That was quite good, was it not? I mean, for my character, I suppose, it's very textured. Very it's curt, very, very snippy. <laughs> very, <laughs> very mannered. <laughs> Does Alice have like a low voice or a high voice? What are you getting at? What, what, what are you getting at? <laughs> what are you getting at? Do, you I getting have an, at? do I have a British voice or an American voice? <laughs> but you're from Nottingham, but you don't really have a Nottingham twang. Not as much, well. <gasps> do your Nottingham accent. Oh, you've got more of a Nottingham accent than me. Do you reckon? Do you reckon? Do you reckon? James and I, by our rights, should have like a bit more of a draw, shouldn't we? We should, shouldn't we? We should go town, really. We should probably go town and get a little bit of water in our bockle, shouldn't we? <laughs> pop kekkle on. Kekkle. Pop, pop kekkle on. Pop kekkle on. No, no, pop kekkle on. What you like? Oh, I just found out. Oh, my God. It's really extraordinary. That's, um, that's Nottingham. It's really hard to do. And it's really, really hard really to do. I mean, thank God no characters Everyone Nottingham. with a Nottingham accent is like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so we're going to be reliving some of um, my worst accents today because none of them are good. I think we are all in agreement about that, but at least I try. They all belong in the universe together. <laughs> right. What I like about the podcast as well is that it's Jamie uses the podcast as the forum to try the accent for the first time. <laughs> he won't practice it in advance. He'll he'll do it live, just like any good actor. They just yes. come to set, they read the script for the first time, yeah. and they just give it a whirl. So we have listened, and I hope that we've included some of your favourites, but there are going to be a few deep cuts, the things that we kind of have always found quite funny that you may have not remembered at all. Uh, but we're going to start with something that everyone knows, one of the biggest moments of the show, I think. Oh, a classic. I can hear this at night when I close my eyes. This, is, <laughs> this rattles around my brain, rent-free. Okay, so here we go. Petra, Herr Bisch's personal assistant. I love oh, voice. we heard about her, didn't we? We did. We are sorry to keep you waiting, but I'm afraid Herr Bisch 
Es hat wunder wie Chronik Asthma Attacks. Pardon? Asthma Attacks. <laughs> Is she having one? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello, I'm just talking to the modem. Give me one second. Beep beep. Hello, I'm Petra. One of his chronic <laughs> asthma attacks. And it's just... <laughs> She's delirious. And it's just been rushed to his private hospital. <laughs> Jamie, move your lips. Honestly, are you okay? Um, Why no. won't you sound out the words? One of his chronic asthma attacks. Attacks? <laughs> yes. And it's just been... <laughs> Rushed to his private hospital. No, his private hospital. Why is she four years old? She's just using her words. However, I'm here, so I will meet with you both. I hope you understand. <laughs> I understand. It's my private hospital. How do you understand? No, I don't understand. Sorry, what did you just Not say? Not the words. Sorry. I stop listening because of your stupid voice. Could you write it all down? Sorry, am I ruining it? Sorry. <laughs> you put a lot of vowels in, however. It was the longest. <laughs> Considering all the other words were so fast. Um, shall I read it as just in um, my own accent? No, just that's quite so. right. No, read it one more time and we won't, we won't interrupt. We'll, we'll try not to in react. In her accent. In Petra. In okay. Petra. Hello. <laughs> I'm Petra. Herbicious personal assistant. We are sorry to keep you waiting, but I'm afraid Herbisch has had one of his chronic asthma attacks and has just been rushed to his private hospital. His private hospital. However, I'm here, so I will meet with you both. I hope you understand. <laughs> Never has. I hope you understand been more redundant. Oh my god. I say, Mistress Belinda, I'd like to spread my rather longish legs off the dashboard. <laughs> the lady with the longish legs. Yeah, she loves a fish. Oh. Screamed the Duchess. Oh, off you go again. I say, Miss Belinda, I'd like to spread my rather longish legs onto the dashboard. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Jamie just acted that out. Screamed the Duchess. You nearly put your longish legs on the dashboard, though. (laughs) Well, yes, of course. How silly of me. I've always thought this Mercedes model had very short footwells. Replied Belinda hospitably. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. A deep, resonant groan oh, God. emanated from the prostrate Duchess. From- <laughs> it sounds like she's turning into some sort of demon. <laughs> <laughs> Something's like coming out. <laughs> Belinda! <laughs> The porthole is opened! <laughs> it's like that being Ghostbusters 2. God, it's a portal to hell. <laughs> oh my god. It One was... of the nicer reviews of the book on Amazon. <laughs> Special vault. Oh, oh, it makes my skin crawl. The horrid voice volumed. <laughs> Speaking. <laughs> Hi. You can't come to the phone right now. Replied Giselle as nonchalantly as she could muster. 
I want you to dinner with Petra and two other English guests tonight. Tonight. <laughs> Giselle suddenly cried like a stuck piglet in a fence. <laughs> a bit like that. That came too easily. <laughs> what a party piece. What is the noise? Bish demanded, not nicely. I'm petrified of Bish. <sighs> Sorry, Sir Hare. Sir Hare. Sir Mister. Sorry, Sir Hare. I have a bit of a dicky belly and bowels. She's passing that off as bowels. Disgusting. I couldn't agree more. Keep away from my brittle body. <laughs> They're on the phone. (laughs) They're 230 metres apart. Oh my god. Uh, One bout of diarrhea could push him over the edge, couldn't it? (laughs) To be fair, he's very sickly. He'll turn inside out. Disgusting. Keep away from my brittle body mass for all of tonight. Oh, I will be dining with Hades and not insurance rats. Dining, dining with, with Hades. Hades. His heart will come out of his ass. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it looks like Jamie's going to die every time he does the impression. Bish is horrible. He kind of possesses you when you do it possesses his voice. you. Hank, dressed only in his board shorts, threw another large ribeye steak onto the barbecue. Watching the three girls out of the corner of his eye skinny dip in the pool. He looked over at Jim and winked. Oh. Steak, ass and tits. You can't beat it. (laughs) Are they all different cuts of meat? (laughs) Cow tit. Steak, ass and tits. Can't beat it. Best day ever. Steak, ass and tits. (laughs) Steak. What are you singing? I literally don't know. Also, we can't sing a song every chapter. Honestly, you're turning this podcast into the musical. But we're doing the same one, isn't it? Steak, ass and tits. Steak, ass and tits. No, I don't know what you're singing. I'm just copying you. I was like, yeah, what is it? And you're like, I don't know. Oh my God, Belinda. Fuck me sideways and up the wall. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Screeched Frost first. Belinda did as Belinda does. And <laughs> <laughs> Just choked on my own spit. Belinda did as Belinda does. <laughs> and <laughs> and Geremima St. Frost first was gagging for it. All delirium and hum. Do you want to know a secret? Belinda spoke onto her fizzing face. Oh my God. Oh. Yes, please do tell all, moaned the acting mistress. I don't find you attractive. (gasps) She was acting! (laughs) (laughs) And then... (laughs) You're an ugly bitch. Surprise! And that's the end of the performance. Oh, Belinda! (laughs) So she's like... I don't find you attractive. <laughs> you are a truly an actress <laughs> for the ages. 
<laughs> Give that woman an Oscar. <laughs> Dearly beloved, the vicar droned on. (laughs) He's just spoken. It's the first thing he said. It's a fast forward. We are gathered here today to witness the marriage of... Oh. Why is it Alan Carr? (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually like a doddery old man. Hello. (laughs) Hello. There's so many lovely people here. Oh. Oh, okay. This is interesting. What do we think... Tony's surname is. Oh. Do we not know? Blinked? <laughs> Steals. <laughs> no. Oh, God. We are gathered here today to witness the marriage. We are gathered. <laughs> Why is he so vibrato? <laughs> we are gathered here today. <laughs> There's a lot of echoing, isn't there? It's a very theatrical place. Will you take this woman's hand? <laughs> Why is it a West End wedding? <laughs> English, this is the Countess Zara of Leningrad, our host tonight. Darling enchanted, I hope you are keeping my little Grigor here on the path to fame and riches. Yes. I love that. I bet she's got a ring on everything, like five rings on everything. Definitely. And kind of flowing fabric, like the there'll be a lot of chiffon going on. Yeah. Yeah. Grigor smiled and opened his arms. Please join us, Countess Zara. I presume you've been too busy to eat tonight. Thank you. I will. Business is booming, and I'm short-staffed again. My Russian girls just can't keep up with my clients, and the Dutch girls do so know their European working rights. (laughs) It's a nightmare. So, the Countess is a madam of a brothel. (laughs) Did we know it was a brothel? If we did, I'd forgotten it was definitely a brothel. Well, it was in the red light district, so you would assume it was in a brothel. Fuck me, Grigor. (laughs) Belinda... Come down on me and give me my feast. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) She is filth. She's insatiable. Her feast. What, like one of those lollies with hundreds of thousands on them? Oh my God. (laughs) Get me a feast. Just give her a feast, for God's sake. She's had a screwball. (laughs) (laughs) Pleased to meet thee, Billy. Pleased to meet thee, Belinda. It's three A's on the Belinda there. Sit thee down, please, Ken. <laughs> For God's <laughs> sake. Andy is my fave. <laughs> Ken, big titties Matilda at head office. <laughs> <laughs> Trade union boss Andy Milston. <laughs> Oh my god, it might as well be the 1800s. <laughs> this fucking everyday sexism. Such a dandy. Big titty Matilda. Big titty Tilda, was it? <laughs> Ken, big titty's Matilda at head office wants to talk to you on phone about some wrong invoices. Ken shook his head. More bloody wrong invoices. I swear to God, I spend more time with that woman than I do with my own wife. <laughs> But hang on, Ken. If there's wrong invoices, surely you're doing the invoices wrong. It's like, not more wrong invoices. It's like, yeah, do an invoice right. Belinda blinked. Who should be <gasps> flying the plane? Oh, <laughs> Only bloody Hazel, the pilot from books two and three. <laughs> 
doesn't say from books two and three. Oh my god. Okay, we didn't remember. You can't say from books two and three. That just shatters all any the... illusion that we're reading. A is novel. that even in like brackets or something, or is that just no? That's no, fully in the sentence. Just only bloody Hazel the pilot from books two and three! Exclamation point. Well, I never. As I live, breathe and fly. It's Belinda Blumenthal. <laughs> was that a voice? Don't even remember. I don't remember what her voice was. What was her voice? I don't remember her saying very much last time, but mm. maybe you could do like a well, like a pilot's voice. I think she'd have to say everything like she was doing the announcement and then... <laughs> well, I never, as I live, breathe and fly, it's Belinda Blumenthal. <laughs> oh my God, I'd love it if she talks like this the whole time. They French kissed with extra tongue and... Who's extra tongue? And Belinda looked at the motherboard of switches, knobs and buttoned lights with anxiety. Oh, don't worry about this array, spoke the experienced pilot. (laughs) It's perfectly safe. (laughs) (laughs) Most of it is like a game of Sonic the Hedgehog or Goldeneye for the N64. (laughs) Did not see her as a gamer. Yeah. No. Or Rocky. We had a PlayStation and we had great... No, it wasn't a PlayStation. We had a Sega Mega Drive. (gasps) Sega. With Sonic the Hedgehog, and he had to Sega. jump through loads. Yeah, of... why did you say Sega? Sega. Okay, we all said Sega. Sorry. Sega. <laughs> Sega Mega Drive. Sega Mega Drive. Nintendo. Daddy, can I play on the Sega? <laughs> the Mega Drive. Mom, where's the PlayStation? <laughs> Suddenly. A loud voice from the left bank interrupted <gasps> the investigation. Oh my god, it's me! Oi! Oi, get out of there! That's our drinking water, you wretched pair of rats! <laughs> I told you! And you spoiled me fishing! The thrashing couple looked up and saw an oldish fly fisherman in green wellies up to his waist. But Spooner couldn't care a fuck. <laughs> I couldn't care a flying fuck. <laughs> get out! What is this sheep man? (laughs) The beautiful Helga grabbed her arm. Belinda! Oh. Helga shouted at her. Oh. I need to talk to you urgently. Oh my God. (laughs) She's been on her troubles. (laughs) My voice. It's gone really well. Help. I need to talk to you immediately. I think something's happening in my brain. That's what Dutch people sound like. Are you insane? I was partying with Dutch people at the weekend, actually, in Barcelona. And yeah, they all spoke a little bit like that. I beg to differ. I was drunk, so maybe I've misremembered it, but I was very confident at the time. Well, some of them from Singapore. (laughs) Well, let's try Dutch again from the top one. Yeah, good. I need to talk to you urgently. (laughs) A bit better, yeah. Helga, ladies' toilets, the cubicles, cubicle confessions. It was the toilets. Cubicle confessions with Belinda and Helga. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, it's like Sweet Valley High. (laughs) Luckily, Helga understood the word toilet. (laughs) She knows toilet, swimming pool, and cafe. Isn't English as like basically a first language there? (laughs) Luckily, Helga understood the word toilet. As it was pretty similar to the Dutch word, which was also toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Similar. The same. Pretty similar to the identical word. Belinda. Mm. Belinda. Yes, Mm. what? Listen to me. We're listening, yeah. Helga gasped in fluent English with the hint of yank. Hint of yank? Oh, someone got it wrong. God, here we go. I'm really sorry, but I have to give you this bad news. (gasps) Now she's Siri. (laughs) 
It is really important that you can't tell a soul. I'm sorry. I can't help <laughs> you with that inquiry. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God, she is serious. The weather in Jakarta is 23 degrees. No. <laughs> Belinda, Tony said sternly, I must introduce you to Giles Cotton's birth. (laughs) (laughs) You absolutely must, my darling. (laughs) Oh, Giles, I'm so sorry. What a pleasure to meet your acquaintance. Giles what? Cotton's birth? Cotton's birth. (laughs) Cotton's birth? (laughs) Okay. Brilliant. (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) Belinda, I must introduce you to Giles Cotton's birth, our latest hire from the Welsh country. Oh, for fuck's from sake. the Welsh country, from Wales. Anonymous. Yeah, Wales. Mr. Cotton's birth is an expert in the area of product research and could use some corporate synergy, Belinda, Tony added. I've had a nightmare trying to gauge reaction to a soggy veg product, Miss Blumenthal. Apparently you're the one to help, I don't know. Michael Sheen's friendship down the line. <laughs> Giles Cotton's birth voiced. He is an older man, isn't he? He's an older woman by the sounds of uh, <laughs> Jamie's impression. Okay. <clears throat> I've had a nightmare trying to gauge reaction to uh, soggy veg products, Miss Blumenthal. Uh, apparently you're the one to help, I don't know. So <laughs> Tom Jones? Is that you? Oh my God, that's Berlusconi. <laughs> Italian at the end. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Of course. Let me take you to our product research panel booths. Belinda helped. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? I don't even want to like question no. what this guy's and doing. And also, one minute she's on the rampage, the next minute she's just fallen straight back into work. Yeah. Like, James, here's your filler. This is filler.com. <laughs> yeah, uh, thank you, Belinda. Uh, the focus groups are all booked up and ready to go. It's that Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> We're going on a journey. <laughs> I'm casting it as I go. Tom Jones. Thank you, Belinda. Uh, the focus groups are all booked up and ready to go. <laughs> so is Burton now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp Online Therapy. Now, we don't always realise just how much our negative thoughts and experiences stick with us and weigh us down. You might find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings, that frustrating thing your mum does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get all of this off your chest. And I'm sorry about what I said last week, James. Um, Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. And that's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it. 
so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mydad today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash my dad. Jim's PA, Sydney, approached the girls. Hello, Sydney. Sydney. Could be boy or girl. That's true. Like Poitiers. <laughs> Very good. Ha! You must be Belinda, and you're Bella, said the extremely pretty and petite Sydney. So a girl. No, actually, you could still be a boy. <laughs> <laughs> What's extremely petite? Three five? <laughs> Linda Hunt size. <laughs> if y'all finished eating, then just follow me to your first meeting. Oh my God, you, she sounds like Doris Day. I Is love that her. a catchphrase? If you are finished eating, come follow me to your next meeting. She's channeling Dolly Parton. She wants to be a songstress. Also, when did you learn to do Southern American? I've been practicing. This is your best accent so far. Thank y'all. Okay, Ed, iffy. If you are finished eating, then just follow me to your first meeting. <laughs> The women look down at a smallish, white-coated... It's Slint! ...grey-bearded gent. Oh, he's got a beard. I didn't, didn't expect a beard. Or maybe, actually, a kind of close beard. Good morning, Frau Sylvester oh. and Fräulein Ridley and Blumenthal. I am the eminent Professor Slint. It's... <laughs> Okay, all right. <laughs> With the spirit of your grandma, apparently, within. Inventor extraordinaire of steels, pots and pens. Is he... He's, is he Jim? What, where is he from? He is whoever I fucking wanted to be, all right. <laughs> Two chapters left, let him have it. <laughs> Please follow me for your access all areas tour. <laughs> oh, wow. Now he's very English. Of our, <laughs> of our wonderful factory. Oh, he said wonderful, so he must be German. <laughs> it's Great. spelled with a V. <laughs> the coughing crone turned to Belinda and said, What did the nightingale sing to the dustman? <laughs> Sorry, I've got the wrong pew. My bad. <laughs> Belinda looked around herself before answering, Mr. Bojangles. Oh, shut up. <laughs> it's code. They're having a code chat. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> the crone smiled a toothy smile. You made it then. Oh, what the hell's going on? Yes, just as you said. Suddenly, Belinda was cut off when the crone's tin of cough mint started to beep. Oh my God, what? it's a gadget. It's a gadget. <laughs> she flicked it open and brought the box to her ear. You've been compromised. <gasps> she croaked. Impossible, spluttered Belinda. I changed at Hull. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did everything I possibly could. Well, they've followed you. An evil agent is on your toenails. <laughs> there you go, code. <laughs> <laughs> For heels. <laughs> We've got to get out of here. Pronto. He stopped in his lethargic tracks as he double-tracked the past. Mm? I'm sorry. 
He did what with who now? He stopped in his lethargic tracks as he double-tracked the past. So he saw Belinda. I would track back and delete that sentence is what I would do. Belinda, am I dreaming or just doped? He said dopily. Is everyone on drugs in this town? Everyone's high. Could you be both, dearest Clint? Dearest Clint. Clint! Clint! Could you be both, dearest Clint? Belinda flirted casually. You usually are. Usually they've not seen each other for 20 years. (laughs) Wow. I thought you were a mover and a shaker in the big smoke. I hate Clint. That's Manchester. I'm sorry. I hate him. Yeah. Wow. I thought you were a mover and a shaker in the big smoke. Mick Jagger. (laughs) (laughs) Belinda, do you want to come to my show tonight? (laughs) <laughs> I'm trying to be a bit David Bowie. Trying to be a bit doped, do you see? Oh right, yes. Sure. Like lethargic. Yeah, no, totally. Lethargic and doped, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I thought you were a mover and a shaker in the big smoke. It's actually Mick Jagger. <laughs> I am. Belinda laughed as she pointed at her rapidly burning cigarette. Why? Clint laughed too. That is funny. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, everyone. <laughs> You can see why those two get on. I don't get it. What? I don't. What, she pointed at her cigarette? Like, oh, that makes... Wow, I thought you were a mover and a shaker in the big smoke. I am, as she pointed at her cigarette. Fucking hell. Top notch banter. (laughs) Top notch banter. Belinda laughed as she pointed at her rapidly burning cigarette. Clint laughed too. Then, Belinda laughed again, thinking, gosh, it was always so natural, (laughs) dude. They're as thick as each other, so I can see why they got on. (laughs) Gosh, it was always so natural with this dude. (laughs) It's so fucking boring. (laughs) Damn you, Giselle shouted George. I warned you earlier about killing him with that bloody vagina of yours. <laughs> and don't kill him with your vag. I won't warn you again. How many times? I warned you earlier about killing him with that bloody vagina of yours, but you just wouldn't listen. Giselle looked daggers at George and threw her sodden black thong at him. Fuck you! Somebody had to push him to the edge, you tosser rotter. <laughs> tosser rotter! Put that on the list. Um, Tosserotta, that is in Tuscany, isn't it? (laughs) So no remorse from Giselle. What the hell are we going to do now? The second and final tranche of euros is due to be paid tomorrow when we hand over the blueprints to Bish. Oh, shit. Bella's personal demonstration of the new Steel's Cry No More Knife was a tricky task, but she was determined to try. Great. Good day, Pan Pacific! She bellowed. <laughs> I don't imagine that was the reaction. <laughs> to Lloyd. She bellowed to no one in particular. Welcome to the cutting edge onion buster utensil everyone's on about. <laughs> on about? Everyone's on about. If it works, and I'd love to hear the science behind it, I think it's a great idea. Although I personally love the stylish oxy onion goggles of last season, I had a 3D pair myself. 3D? <laughs> the, the, <laughs> why do they need to be 3D? Life is 3D, Bella, my darling. <laughs> 
I could see the whole onion. It was great. <laughs> Whose idea was that? We didn't know they were producing goggles, did we? No, this, no. this knife. What's this knife? <laughs> What's this stupid day? So... Although I personally loved the stylish oxy onion goggles of last season, I had a 3D pair myself. The boffins at Steel's Pots and Pans have now created something better. I give you a sharp knife that blows air outwards as it slices <laughs> onions. Right. <laughs> the sign is a hairdryer with a knife strapped to it. <laughs> The silence in the fast dispersing crowd worried Belinda. Oh, it's clearing out. She's she's <laughs> she's done an absolute rotter. Who just shouted out, "Yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> now I know why she wasn't very sure about how to use it. Forget lighting a candle. Bella continued. Uh-huh. I don't think that's one. Chewing a teaspoon. You don't chew it, you just put it in your a, mouth. A teaspoon, a metal <laughs> teaspoon. Or singing Green Grow the Rashes O backwards. This is the future. The horrid and big jail man. Capital J, capital M. <laughs> New character. I'm the jail man. <laughs> Watching them was a lech with bad breath and an annoying habit for talking. So that was how Mrs. Melody decided to leave Uncle Fairfox for the hotter climbs of Cairns. But she did find it too hot after a while, you see, and... Cool, I've just noticed, the jail man interrupted himself. You're a gorgeous couple of sheilers. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can I just apologise? We're going to be in Australia soon and I don't know if we can walk down the street with our heads held high. I'm not going to get in. Just noticed. He's been there for hours. Yeah, but he's so busy telling his story. (laughs) But hasn't he seen Belinda's magnificent breasts? (laughs) They catch the eye from from far away. You're a gorgeous couple of sheilers. My name's Bella, said Bella. Oh, my God. And I'm Belinda. No sheilers here. Oh, God. Look alive, girls, said Belinda, looking around her empty surroundings. (laughs) (laughs) Drinking on the job, Miss Blumenthal. Would Sir James approve? Belinda looked to her left. One of a group of sales... (laughs) Shook it to the right. (laughs) (laughs) Slam it to the front. (laughs) One of a group of salesmen had detached himself from the edge of his party and was talking to her. She noticed that someone was talking to her. <laughs> Why is he talking for ages? <laughs> Leave me alone, chump. I've got a man to meet. Belinda barked. Great bounce. The very shame. Do you mind if I join you? Oh, oh my God. God. So you're giving him a Sean Connery voice. <laughs> you're better than that. You're so much better than that. Like father, like son, honestly. <laughs> How excited he got about that. <laughs> I was toying with it today. I was like, should I do it? I won't do it. Oh, fuck it, I'll do it. You should be ashamed of yourself. Sorry. No, go on. Belinda took a minute and looked him up and down. Decent, well-polished shoes. Goodish physique. A full head of dark hair. And to die for smile. The name's Spooner. <laughs> James Spooner. Oh, for God's sake. James Spooner. <laughs> Now, Belinda, I need just five minutes of your ear 
before the show to talk about our business opportunity. Five minutes. Oh, God, she's not going to breastfeed, or is she? Said Penelope. Show? Stammered Belinda. Please tell me we're catching a play at the Moulin Rouge. For fuck's sake. (laughs) Or maybe we're seeing an exhibition at the Louvre. Or, Or maybe we're going to the Seine. I've always longed to go and watch the Nicholas dancing whores. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love those dancing whores. Yeah. Penelope Polly spat some of her very French martini into her glass. <laughs> it's getting Frencher by the minute. <laughs> no, 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 you simple bitch. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. I feel like they've met their uh, match manners-wise. <laughs> Someone's got Belinda's number for sure. <laughs> No, 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 you simple bitch. (laughs) It is all about la moulin marron. The maroon windmill. Windmill. The brown windmill. Gawped Belinda's perfect translation. For her, this was a double morning. Stop saying mirror. Why are you saying mirror? What do you say, morning? Why are you saying like soul moon? What do you say? We say what people say, morning. What do you say? It's got you in it, it's morning. Okay. For her, this was a double morning. Why does it pain him to just. God, he's so annoying. (laughs) For her, this was a double morning. Stop it! I'm gonna freak out. Smack you, COVID or no, I'm coming over there. I am gonna freak. (laughs) For her, this was a double morning. Her boss and play. Okay, I've never ever lost it and turned the table over, but I will. He's doing. He's provoking us. I know he is. Her boss and playmate, Belinda Blumenthal, was missing, presumed dead. Morning, Miss. I need to microphone you up for the show. The small man dressed in black said, in an even tinier voice. <laughs> an even tinier voice than what? Than being small himself. Oh, oh God. That's, that's so conceptually confusing. How small is he? Funny, Belinda thought, that a man so quiet was in charge of all the sound in the whole of the Millennium Dome building. Ironic, isn't it? <laughs> There's so much sound in his life that he doesn't want to create anymore. I guess you'll need to thread the wire under my outer clothing. Is that correct? She said wickedly. What? Outer clothing? Yes, miss. That would be super duper. Super duper. Super fucking duper. (laughs) I thought as much, said Belinda, as she ripped off her blouse. No, no, sorry. (laughs) Not how it works. No, you can untuck your blouse and push it up under. You don't have to open your blouse. The smallish man dressed in black ogled her chest. (laughs) He's my fave. The milk tray man is lit the best. Sorry, do you need more space to work with, Mr. Soundman? No, that's fine. (laughs) The small man dressed in black stammered back. (laughs) Good evening, Duchess. Belinda. Nodding his head at them both. Good evening, Sir James, said Belinda, attempting to make small talk. Well, good evening's a great start then. (laughs) She's already stumbled. (laughs) I've used up all my topics like good evening. (laughs) She just stands there, (laughs) nervously and silent. Good evening, Sir James. Have you motored down from Windsor this evening? 
Why does everyone motor? <laughs> I know. It feels like he's used that phrase before. I feel like it's the dawn of the motor car wherever they are. <laughs> poop, poop. Poop, poop. No, no. Clarence and I were doing a bit of clay pigeon shooting down in Dorset. Had a devil of a time getting back up here. Traffic's terrible. Always terrible. Someone's head in government will roll for it. (laughs) (laughs) He is good at small talk. (laughs) Bert held his hand up and interrupted. You see... You sure as hell came close to bursting our beautiful little racket, Belinda. No, she didn't. Wayne smirked. But sadly for you, close is no cigar. Now, before you die, get on your knees and suck my nice-sized cock. That was horrible. Did someone say cock? <laughs> So, oh my so, god. So, whenever anybody says cock, even if it's not a member of cock, she appears, I presume, on a horse. And here's a little unheard gem. So why do you talk like this? Because you didn't talk like this when we met. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, fine. Grass, bath, France, like... France is, like, egregious. And I then, don't say France. Okay, we'll, we'll take that to the Hague. But the issue is, when did it flip? Why did it flip? And can it flip back? I think he's had, like, elocution lessons. No, no, I haven't had elocution... No, no, I haven't had... I haven't had elocution lessons but um i did change my accent yes yeah um Why? just because i didn't feel like my accent before was particularly what did, did you have a proper manchester accent in first year of uni i don't know if you remember i mean we were no, hugely friendly in first year be but... careful now because a lot of people listening will have a manchester accent yes it just wasn't right for my voice i don't know it just didn't, didn't suit me <laughs> it just didn't fit no but do you know mouth. what i mean my Some natural people... accent wasn't right for me <laughs> Some people just like really suit it, like Liam Gallagher. Great. Me, it just never really sat well. I, do, do you want to hear it? I actually what? have it. You can do it. I have a video of me when I was at uni, like first year. So when we met around that time, I'm going to find it. Okay, with no your way. voice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With how I used to speak back then, okay? You used to, as in your real voice. The voice you have. The real voice. I feel so out. duped. Who's this? I know. <laughs> I am a construct. It's true. Okay, are you ready? Half a bottle of gin. <laughs> Half a bottle of vodka later. Jamie's finally arrived. Okay, first of all, half a bottle of gin and <laughs> half a bottle of vodka. Please don't judge the drinking. Also, are you, are you Scouse? I mean, I, I don't even... I can't... I would never have identified that as you. That's your real... That That's authentic, Jamie. Well, that was me really drunk in first year. Clearly. So, you know, do the maths on that. I, dare I say, prefer... <laughs> At least you know who you're dealing with. Exactly. This, this trumped up little twerp. Who's this? And I kind of feel like it's a bit catch me if you can. Like, if this isn't real, what else is not real? Right, exactly. Everything is real. It's just, like, people change their voices. Voices are constantly, like, homogenising, aren't they? Especially when you go to, like, university or something. I mean, neither of you have got a Nottingham accent, do you? Yeah, but that is so, that is drastic. Classic collection. (laughs) Yeah. You know me. What about (laughs) ism? It's very, aren't we all just one global village? But I'm also the sort of person that, 
when I'm in different countries, I do kind of take on their accent and people think that I'm taking the piss. I just really like... God, that must go down well. (laughs) (laughs) He's just a a sponge. I mean, a sponge. (laughs) Okay, fine. Let's... This is never making it. Okay. See you in Castle (laughs) I can't help it. I'm just... I I suppose I'm just constantly gathering all these influences and it makes me who I am. You know, I'm I'm some part French, I'm some part English and many women are Russian. Any way... (laughs) What he means is, Arnie half a bottle of gin, half a bottle of vodka, Jamie has arrived. Oh my God. Okay, right, come on. God, you guys are so mean sometimes. <laughs> Way back, even back in the day. I think I like to think we keep you honest. Okay, yes, that's one way of looking at it. Alice, what's your excuse? No excuse, the proof's in the pudding. I, I stand by it. I absolutely stand by it. Who are you? What have you done with Jamie? <laughs> the thing about baby Jamie there was, we're not comparing like for like, because he's only had half a bottle of vodka today and none of the gin. <laughs> right, that's true. So that it's, not actually, true. it's not a scientific experiment. It is when you mix white liquor, that's when it really comes into its own. Um, but that was fun. I enjoyed that one. Yeah, I mean, it's funny how he enjoyed the one, which is just a showcase of all of his yeah. skills. It's essentially the Jamie episode. <laughs> He's like, yeah, really strange that. I lapped it up. I was actually going to say, it was quite embarrassing reliving how many terrible accents I've done and it is a bit humiliating. Oh God, quite enjoy that show real app. Anything for you guys, you know? (laughs) So yeah, that was for you guys. Be careful what you ask for because we will give it to you. You know, if you do want anything that Alice or I have done. Yeah, uh, we've done lots of good work. Oh, come on. You've been all over these best of. You're the funny ones. I just read the books. Um, Swig's bottle. (laughs) Of water. Of water. Oh my god I'm going to trade um, my Alice fuck off uh, if you do have any more uh, themes you think we should be covering we just like getting together to do these so uh, we're all ears yeah any projects any books you just want us to read aloud I mean, we're, we're here we might as well get it done yeah, yeah yeah and as always thanks for listening and yeah we'll see you soon Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skide af alle de der podcasts og forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel.